0: A reading of the chapter, A Journey into the Unknown by Jasjeet Rai from the book One Your Wellness Guide to Body, Mind, and Soul. Getting kicked out of my mind. My inner voice. Get out of here. Me. What? Inner voice. Get out of here. Go somewhere else. Anywhere else. It's time to get out of your head. Me. Huh? Inner voice. You've overstayed your time here. Me. What do you mean? This was inner dialogue that showed up 20 years ago. It's rare that I have a clear inner voice speak to me like that. In fact, it might have been the first time I'd ever heard a command, but I knew exactly what it meant. My mind is the place where I dream, create, plan, and vision, and concoct infinite things I could do and create and experience. It's where I bring in information and turn it into whatever I want, whether it's indulging a curiosity or translating ideas into action in the world. But apparently, the time had come. It wasn't going to serve me anymore in the same way. Looking back, I now see this happened to serve a higher vision. It needed more of me to show up, and it was giving me an instruction to do exactly that. This wasn't something I'd expected, to be told by my inner self to get out of my own mind, seriously. But when truth speaks, we all know, no matter how crazy it sounds, something else had to happen in my narrative. Yet, no other directions were given to me. No specific suggestions or recommendations were provided. The Four Realms I'm a follower of intuition, knowing its power to take us far beyond what our minds and thinking patterns allow. I remembered a book, The Intuitive Way by Penny Pierce, that talked about four realms we have access to mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. Which realm wasn't I using as much as I could? It quickly became evident That the physical realm was my next challenge. I already felt connected to my emotions and spirit. The body, meanwhile, wasn't given much attention beyond its physical needs. I'd been operating too much in my head and not enough for my whole self. It felt easier and faster, but I soon learned that this was an illusion. The disconnect from the body meant I wasn't actually picking up and acting on intuition as much as I thought. There was an unconscious censoring that was going on, keeping much of my expression, energy, and power locked within me. Also, less than a year earlier, I'd started my own consulting business. This decision was made without a plan or strategy, fully in response to a higher truth that could no longer be ignored. While on holiday, I'd found myself crying, unable to bear the thought of returning to my job at the time. Even though the job looked good and had all the things one looks for, my soul was slowly dying on the inside. My true yearnings and deeper instincts were hidden under the responsibilities I focused on. My whole self was longing for its fuller expression. I knew getting another job was not the answer. It was to do what I'm designed to do, create a path based on my higher gifts and vision. Now, my new awareness was showing me that the business I created was heavily focused on the mental realm too. So the call to the physical became undeniable, even though it felt crazy and overwhelming, to explore a new direction while my business was still in its infancy. This is how the four realms can be so valuable. They'll show you what's missing to guide you to wholeness. They'll provide direction where it's needed the most. The search for the physical. In trust, I began my search for a physical activity. Intuitive knowledge had begun to arrive more frequently after making the decision to get my business going. One was the realization that working on my own was going to require a whole new level of inner strength and resilience. Being healthy was my responsibility. After all, there weren't going to be benefits such as sick days. I also sensed that running a business meant being able to run a higher level of energy through me. We can hold a lot of stress and tension in our bodies if we don't have an outlet to let them go. Getting physical would release this, providing me with greater energy for my business. I'd also been feeling stifled at my desk job and needed something more dynamic. What could I do that would bring a greater range of expression? This seemed essential. Finally, I experienced loneliness in my first months of business. I was used to social stimulation and enjoyed a sense of belonging and connection. These were two of my highest values at the time, so becoming a solopreneur seemed like the strangest thing to be choosing. I knew being in class where I got to see other people regularly would motivate me. As I said, intuitive hits just arrived. Or maybe I finally felt free enough to listen, as if I was being prepared to support myself in ways that I hadn't needed to before. The journey to find a physical activity that was going to provide all these things that I suddenly required had begun. Now, let me clarify that prior to this, I'd never been a person who exercises regularly. The word exercise sounded like a task. I much more turned on by play. I began imagining what would be perfect for me. You know, the two modalities that intrigued me were dance and martial arts, yet neither felt exactly it. Looking at what I was drawn to most made this search so much easier. The unexpected gifts of the body. While on my brief search, so many ideas got eliminated fast, I came across a brochure at my local community center It was in black and white, and the image on the cover was a woman's hand and arm that seemed like they were floating in the air. I could feel the energy in the image. My body was already connecting to it. I read the description, and the practice was called Nia. It was described as a blend of dance, martial, and healing arts, brought together in a seamless, non-impact cardio workout to music. Wow! Dance and martial arts were mentioned in healing arts? The latter I didn't understand, but I knew healing meant energy and connection that goes beyond the physical. It brought in the spiritual realm, too. All this appealed to me. Could this be the class? The day arrived in February 2000. The class was on a weekend morning. As life happens, I went to a concert the night before and ended up at an unexpected after party, bringing me home at 4 a.m. You can imagine the temptation the next morning to say I'd go the following week and sleep in instead. But I decided to follow through. I knew that if I didn't, I would likely have another excuse and never go. My inner voice had spoken. The class had been identified. It was no good to back out now. I managed to get there a few minutes late, missing the introduction, but able to step right into the class as this began. I don't know how I ended up in the front row, but there I was. The music came on, the teacher led us with choreography, some easy to begin, and more complex in part the feelings I began experiencing were incredible. All that I didn't get to express, feel, or sense in my daily life and work suddenly flooded my awareness. Some of the steps were easy to follow and some of them I fumbled through, but there was something about this practice that made it so different from typical dance or aerobic classes. There was a certain ease, expression, and playfulness that made me feel more real. The ability to express my feminine self was the most delicious experience. It was like coming home to myself. The masculine movements and energy were also deeply satisfying, allowing me to access my strength and my power. I felt an integration within me that I'd never felt before. I walked out of that class feeling 10 feet tall, like I could do anything. This feeling was new to me. An epiphany through dance. To my amazement, my inner voice spoke to me again. Here I was, trying out this class to get into the physical like I'd been guided. Little did I know I'd been placed at a new fork in my life path. In less than 10 minutes of starting the class, my inner voice stated, if you ever want to teach anything physical, this is it. What? Are you kidding me? Teach a dance class? That's nuts. I don't even exercise. I'm not a dancer. I'm not an exercise teacher. This is crazy. Dance and talk and lead a class all at the same time? No way. This was my reaction to the idea I was presented with. Yes, all this was going on while I did my best to follow the steps, listen to the music, and sense my way into a liberation that I hadn't expected. It's amazing that I didn't yell anything out loud, because inside me there was an explosion of shock. I continued the class and decided not to ignore what I'd been told, but leave the door open for whatever was transpiring beyond my conscious control. This led me to talk to the teacher after class to express my gratitude and ask why Nia felt so different than other classes. She graciously answered, falling up with a willingness to tell me more if I was interested. I made a deal with myself. I'd keep going to class for the next few months. If the voice and feeling didn't go away, I'd consider it. I was hoping that it would go away. Gaining Mastery, Student to Teacher The feeling never went away. The fear was fully present, too. The confusion about doing something so against how I viewed myself was also consistent. Yet, my inner voice had spoken. My body had responded with absolute power and joy. All my key requirements were met, and on top of that, I knew that this connection would expand my life in ways that I would have previously only dreamt about. I also knew that it would add a new dimension to my work and to my business. I was actually searching for that piece, yet this was not how I expected it to show up. That summer, I signed up for the training with the NEA founders in the United States that took place in October of the same year. Even attending the training was done with trepidation. Again, I made a deal with myself that I'd only become a teacher if it felt clear after the training. That's how foreign all of this felt to me and how scared I was. My body felt like lead when I tried to practice the video material that had been sent to us to practice and play with in advance. On the last day of the training, we were invited to become teachers. Everything that I'd felt during it was beyond my expectations. It was as if a whole new world had opened up for me, I felt a pull to take on the teacher role. I wanted more people, especially those apprehensive about exercise or dance classes, to know how fun it could be. If they could just feel the depth of joy, expression, and well-being that was available to them, their health would benefit greatly on all levels. So with no more stalling, I said yes. I decided to become a NIA teacher alongside running my business. By December of the same year, I taught my first NIA class. A teacher was ill and couldn't make it last minute and gave my number. In a mix of fear and excitement, I accepted. At the end of that class, I had the students lie down on the floor for a few moments of relaxation. My own body was bubbling like a volcano on the inside. I'd never felt such powerful sensations. I landed my own classes as of January the following year and have been teaching ever since, almost 20 years now. At the time, I wasn't sure I'd last two. I eventually completed my NIA Black Belt, being the first teacher to arrive at that level in my city. It was also an honor to become one of the 50 international teachers invited to provide input into the newly created Green Belt, the teacher training. My inner guidance had led me down a path that satisfied what I wanted most in a way I hadn't expected, and it gave me what I had no idea I needed. It's required a lot of me, But still, to this day, I find myself saying over and over, thank you, thank you, thank you, as I move and I dance through class. Students often ask if I'd been a dancer before, and I joyfully share that I wasn't. It's important for me to remind others that they can be something they never thought was a possibility. Who we naturally are, even if it was never nurtured before, will always come out if we trust ourselves. The powerful body-mind effect. This new awareness, skill, and experience did expand my work in business. I began using it outside the dance studio directly and indirectly. I'd include movement in my corporate workshops and events. I'd offer demonstrations and talks. TV news programs reached out to interview me. A few of my articles got published. My impact had expanded. The response and reaction was always powerful. People, especially in the non-fitness or dance environments, felt like they'd finally been given something real, something they could feel that brought out their personal power immediately. A group of teachers from Mexico who were taking an advanced program at the University of British Columbia commented specifically on my 45-minute presentation and demo in their evaluations, even though it was a tiny part of their six-week teacher training program. They saw ways they could far better support their students. They felt free to use their creativity and magic. Conference attendees who'd chosen my optional workshop felt energized and empowered in 40 minutes on day three of their event, where they'd come in already exhausted and unable to take in much more. I introduced movement into a group presentation during a conference on spirituality and sustainability where the visionary Barbara Marx Hubbard spoke. My group eagerly took my direction to create a different kind of presentation than a typical verbal speech, and we were the only ones to receive a standing ovation. Then, there was a talk I did on using body-mind intelligence under the themes of serving clients for a recruitment company. The CEO had just got back from a high-level conference where he'd heard a top speaker on Middle East relations. The CEO commented that one of my teachings was exactly what the speaker discussed. This multidimensional approach to learning and transformation was making a difference, one that couldn't have been made without it. The trick is that you have to fully apply yourself to it. You can't think your way to feeling or sensing. You have to do it. And this holds extra sensory powers as well as sensory knowing. This is why people feel so alive. Their whole being is involved. This diversity of experience I gain through the mind and body connection is exactly what people are yearning for. People want to feel alive more than anything. Most of what happens on a daily basis dulls this experience significantly. The more we use technology, the more we take attention away from the most sophisticated system which we inhabit, our bodies. Stress and tension are the norm and they are held in the body. Over emphasis on the thinking mind is epidemic. The people who were exposed to the teachings I learned through Nia and through my transformational style of coaching felt liberated by the gift of bringing the physical into their experience. Emotions were felt, spirits woken. And so, the strange unexpected command given to me by my inner guidance led me to provide exactly what I'm most passionate about, transforming people's lives and businesses by bringing their higher visions into reality multi-dimensional transformation. As I deepened my practice, I felt more and more called to work one-to-one with individuals. I wanted people to achieve the transformation they truly desired, not just more information or occasional highs experienced through one-off events. This is when I moved from consulting to coaching, providing high-level guidance and new tools and approaches to guide them in achieving their bigger visions. Sensing what stopped people and finding ways to create what they really wanted became my path. I began to weave together what I was experiencing and learning in the mental, physical, emotional and spiritual realms to do this level of work. Through this multidimensional approach, there was a chance to go deeper and to create shifts that were unachievable and sometimes unfathomable before. New business results and major shifts began to occur for my clients. So much was happening in the process. Relaxing the nervous system, finding your center, commanding your will, these happen when you give attention to all of you, and it's so much more fun to feel fully alive and stimulated in healthy, grounded ways. This is multidimensional transformation in an invitation for you. Now, let's talk about you. So what I shared can be applied. I recommend that you go back and read this chapter again, this time noting the key shifts that you see. What are the main messages for you? How can you apply them to create the experiences and results you desire? What realm has been missing in your world? And when is it time to listen more to your inner voice? Get to know the four realms and your relationship to each, and use this knowledge to expand your world. Even if something is scary to you, but your heart or body or spirit is being called, do what it takes to get over that fear trust you will be supported, because you will. Get expert guidance. Going it alone isn't enough. Whether this means joining a program or receiving deeper guidance like coaching or mentoring for when you really want to move through something or create results is powerful. Gift this to yourself. Your bigger vision deserves it and will also require it. Thank you, and may you have the courage and the love to bring your bigger vision into reality.